0: Welcome to the Gen Z Show, the only show dedicated to young leaders and those who work with them to create a positive
1: revolution that will inspire this generation to impact future generations with your host,
0: James McLam.
1: Welcome to the Gen Z Show. I am your host, James McLam, and I'm joined by my co-host from Nebraska, Abby Durham. How are you today,
2: Abby? Oh, I'm great, James. Enjoying some sunshine. It's finally warm. We're really, truly in the summer now. <laughs>
1: well, you yeah, know that's kind of funny that you say that because when you said it was warm, I remember another time I asked you that question, "How it's going today?" And you were like, "It's like negative two here or something." So we've been doing this quite a while.
2: <laughs> we really so
1: have, Abby. We had a we had a really fun interview today. Uh, you and I got to meet Mr. Chip Baker. Uh, from Texas. Now, Chip is not only a speaker and an author, but he has been a high school coach and a high school teacher for well over two decades. And the the amount of knowledge nuggets he was dropping us based around his mantra, his slogan of go get it, and how youth today can should be striving to go get it and have that kind of mindset, I just found so encouraging and so uplifting. What was What was the takeaway that you had today?
2: My pencil didn't stop moving during this conversation. There were tons of little tidbits, like you said, but I think the best and probably the most profound thing that stuck with me is when Chip said the biggest blessings come from the biggest lessons and just that concept of adversity and hardships going to always come your way but at the same time we can look at it and as an adversity and as a hardship or we can think about the growth and positivity that we can really truly gain from those experiences to get to help us get through those hard times. So yes, the biggest blessings come from the biggest lessons, along with tons of other little tidbits. So I'd encourage you to make sure you have your notebook and a pencil with you so that you can grab all of them. Because if you're anything like me, you'll have lots of notes by the end of this.
1: And Lyft, are you gonna wanna connect with Chip to get some of the energy that he has? I mean, he is just a super excited guy. All his information, contact information is in the show notes. Uh, But let's go to our interview with Mr. Chip Baker. Chip, welcome to the Gen Z show. It it is really good for us to get an opportunity uh, to meet with you today. So welcome.
0: Thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to it. Let's go get it.
1: I appreciate that too. And we're going to dive into what that means a little later, but what are the things that uh, Abby and I always ask our guests to do to begin with is is to introduce yourself uh, to the Gen Z audience to our community so they hear about you from you
0: so first off um, I'm a fourth generation educator a teacher a former coach uh, blessed and fortunate to be raised by some great people as well as be around some awesome folks um, to learn from in my career I like to tell people that uh, I was raised by church folk And educators, and that's there was no S on folk, right? So that means that we were always in church. But uh, the reason for that is my mother was the minister of music in our churches growing up. So, you know, we had if there was something going on, we had to be there. But raised by great people, uh, like I said, blessed and fortunate to be around amazing people uh, in my career to learn from and grow with. And um, about a little over about five years ago, I started the Success Chronicles. And it's a YouTube channel podcast where I interview people from all walks of life and just share their stories for positive inspiration and motivation. And it's been a great run. Um, I've come across some amazing people uh, and I'm I'm very fortunate for that. And so I speak life coach, uh, all things, giving back, helping, giving service, taking care of people is what I do. That speaks to us
1: quite a bit. I started to jump in and say, you and I have a very similar background. My mother uh, was the piano player at our yep. church. It was so small, we didn't have a music minister. To, but the piano player became that de facto person. And so yes. I was always there, had to yeah, sit you know on that the life. piano side. Yeah, You know
0: that life. Yeah. Had
1: to sit on the piano side. And occasionally my dad would rotate in as the uh congregational song leader, the person that would come up and tell them what, what page number in the old hymnal to open to.
0: Yeah, uh, I know that life. I know that life.
1: <laughs> in a little small church, we always had to sit there. So I, when you said that, I was like, I know what he's talking about.
0: Yes, sir.
1: So, chip, on your shirt, it says, go get it. Yeah, we can see that. I started to pull my screen down like I could if I could control your camera with my screen. That would have looked so dumb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My hands <laughs> reached out, so, so the audience right now is going. This guy's lost it this week. So, uh, but go get it. Tell us, tell us what go get it means. That obviously is is your saying uh, your yes, mantra. Sir. So tell us what that means uh, to us.
0: Well, first, I think if you would have moved your screen, I'd have probably moved my my body with it. So like we, would have, we would have been in sync, right? But uh, no, for me, I, I think that no significant success, I mean, and it's, it's good to have success, right? But the goal is to have significant success. And so no significant success is just going to come to you. You have to go get it. You have to make it happen. And so that's just my thing. You know, I have... I'm a big, um, big person on uh, self-talk, you know, positive inspiration, positive motivation. Uh, and so it started out, you know, a few years back, I always had things that I would say to myself to push myself it was an athlete, uh, you know, up your game, let's get better, you know, and then go get it was one that I would always say, let's go, man, let's go get it, right? Go make it happen. And so uh, it got to where as a coach, and the person or people around me in my life, it was coming out, you know, like, hey, let's go get it, let's go, you know. And then eventually, like, people started saying it back to me, and I was like, oh, uh, let's go, let's go get it. <laughs> and so now it's really it's my thing. It's uh, anything that you'll see on my stuff, you're gonna you're gonna see or hear me say, go get it. And I wholeheartedly believe in that.
1: When you talk about. Uh significant success that go get it is your mantra to to strive towards significant success our audience a lot of them are young Mm -hmm. they they don't know what that could possibly mean success to them may look like hey if i can how many likes can i get on this post Mm -hmm. on instagram Mm -hmm. or you know how much money can i make or you know something arbitrary like that so if you were coaching someone or talking to a young person about significant success, how would you direct them to find what that means to them?
0: That's a great question. And I think, you know, as I heard you ask the question, there was, there was a couple of words that came up. I think the first word is substance, you know, and I think when you have substance in your life, to me, that, that means that you hold firm to your core common, Uh, values right you know those things we talked about you know we were raised in church uh you know playing sports being involved in things there's some disciplines that you learn that as a youngster like you don't know this but those disciplines that you learn are transferable skills that you will carry on and use for the rest of your life you don't know this yet but i can tell you that because I, i i do it today you know being on time perseverance hard work uh respect treating people right like all of those things that you're learning as a young person uh, now you will carry that with you for the remainder of your life and so that allows you to have significance when you hold firm to that because you're going to go through some things where everybody around you is not doing those things right right? you're going to be in situations where uh Man, what are they doing? You know, like I don't, I don't know. I never seen that. Okay, that's good. You're okay. You're in the right lane. Don't do that. You know, and so I think that allows you to have. That's one that that, that allows you to have significance. But then the other, I think of transactional versus transformational, right? And when I say transactional, uh, I get a, an example is like I went to the to the store to get my my favorite gum. Right, and I walk in the store, and the guy at the registry doesn't say anything to me. You know, I pick up the gum, I go. He checks it out, hardly makes eye contact with me. Uh, you know, he tells me what the price is, and you know, I give him the money, gives me my change, and I, I walk out. Hardly any com- communication, just a plain Jane transaction. Well, a couple of days after that, I go to my favorite my favorite restaurant, Chick Fil A. Right? Wow. Okay. oh you you know what I'm talking about Abby right 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 so so just in that I hadn't even told you the story but you already it's transformational for you already right and so so I go and I get in line and uh I'm in my car and like like hey, hello how you doing like they are just so happy to see me like they don't know me like they're like man do they know me <laughs> like uh, like and so that you know and I order and uh and I say, you know, thank you. And of course, you know, we get my pleasure. Yeah. Right. Right. So then I go like and where I live, it's like three stations. Like, you know, you order, <laughs> and they have a check station, they have a check, check station, and they give you. But at each one of those, like, they're legit asking me, you well, know, how are you today? You know, you are right? hello. And like, they're happy to see me. It's a great environment. Right. So what happens, first off, I'm transformed because first, I know I'm going to get excellent food. But then secondly, I'm getting amazing service. And when I leave that place, I'm set to go on and make a better, positive difference in our world because it's been a transformation for me. So there was a difference, gum, transactional, Chick-fil-A, transformational, right? And so now when you have when you create significant success, you're transforming the environment around you, right? And it all starts with you Like I said, holding on to those those core, common principles that you believe in and doing that in a consistent way. And then you can tell people my pleasure. (laughs) So yes, I think those are the words that come up for me and that's why.
1: That's powerful, that's strong. Now I have two, uh, my two oldest children have both worked at Chick-fil-A. So it's an ingrained part of our culture here. Yes. to, to be a part of it as well. And we actually had their leadership trainer. Mm. Uh, one of their leadership trainers, Randy Gavitt was one of our guests back in the fall of, of awesome. uh, 2020. Good friend of our program awesome. That, that, awesome. that we've had.
2: I guess I have a question for you. Sure. We are looking at our target audience of, of those late teens, early twenties, kids and young adults who are making lots of big decisions in their life, whether it's where they go to college, if they go to college, future careers, starting families, things like that. How do we get them to get to the point where they're saying, okay, go get it. Okay. I'm going to positively talk to myself. I'm going to work on having transformational experiences to get to find significant success. How do we encourage them to even identify that there is that gap in just mundane everyday life to reaching that? Po- self-positivity
0: again going to the that's a great question abby again going back to the athletic perspective you know uh those of you that have worked out that are checking this out you know if you work out on a consistent basis you get stronger or you get better endurance right and so reps make you better and that's how life is right so anything you do in life the more reps you get the more you are prepared to attack the challenge And so what we have to do is we have to, well, let me go back. Have any, either of you ever been in situations where things were really, really tough in your life? I know the answer to it, but I'm just going to ask you. Yes. Right. Okay. So when you got on the other side of that, was that the most growth you ever had in your life? I know the answer to that too. Yes. Right. And, And the reason is, is because, your biggest blessings come from your biggest lessons. We'll mm. say that again. Your biggest blessings come from your biggest lessons. And what we have to do is we have to understand and embrace that process, embrace the process of going through those tough things. So when we get outside of our comfort zone, right, we have to force ourselves through those reps to get outside of our comfort zone because, um, you have to be comfortable with with being uncomfortable, right? And when you do that, it allows you to grow exponentially, right? And then I fall back on the reps thing. Hey, just don't be afraid to accept the challenge. You know, the tough things that you're dealing with, just deal with it, you know, because on the other side of that, you'll be better. You know, being a college student is perfect example of that. You know, as a you know, you you grew up in a high school in a town in an area where you know everything, you know how it's all set up, you know the teachers, the community. Okay, so you mean as a freshman, you're gonna drop me at this college where I know nobody and expect me to be successful? Yes. <laughs> yes, and you can. And what you have to do is first, okay, I'm live, I'm staying in this dorm, all right. Where are the good food places? <laughs> you know, like all those <laughs> things that you—or maybe that's just my plan. I always have a food plan. I start with a food plan. Okay, maybe we should know where our classes are, right? <laughs> you know, like all of those things. Just you know, where's the wall? Where's the
1: Chick Fil A? Yeah. Where's
0: the Chick Fil A? <laughs> like you have to figure out all of those things, the lay of the land, and you know that first semester it's a little tough, you know, because you don't know anything. But all you know is you're building and establishing your routine routines to help you be successful. And you get to the spring and you start, you know, meeting more people and you know where all of these things are. And as you go to be a you know, late sophomore, junior, or you're, you're in the groove, You know, now you're helping the younger ones do that. And so everything in our life is the same way if you want to achieve that significant success. You have to face those challenges and know that when you place yourself in that freshman college situation, in life man you're going to grow from that and you'll get a college degree you can have a job and go help others because you've chosen to grow through that situation
1: i mean knows what i'm going to say on this gen z audience hashtag it the biggest blessings come from our biggest lessons that's going to be the quote of the show right there that was yes uh, I looked up and saw her writing it. I saw you writing it down. So I knew you were. I knew you were thinking the same thing I was. We're good at so It is a difficult, and I don't think we should underplay this at all. But it is. It is so difficult for these seniors that we have this year who are graduating, and, and those who are freshmen in college. They they've encountered things where that we never even thought about.
0: Yes, for sure.
1: In, in ways that they th- never thought about. And I, I just see it being so difficult for them to have that kind of right mindset, uh, to consistently have that positive mindset. Some have embraced it, but a lot of others, um, it, it just seems their motivation, their their excitement about life is lower.
2: Uh, how how, do
1: we, how do we you and I as, as youth professionals, what do we
0: can do to help them? I mean, I think that's an amazing statement that you make that. And it's an amazing point that we are actually dealing with in our world. And I think the difference between when you and I grew up and when Abby's growing up, the difference is we didn't have as much access to knowledge and information. Right. You know, whereas now, uh, you know, the teens, the college students, I mean, even us, if, if we if we choose to dive into that, you know, like we can go, we can take this thing right here and go anywhere in the world and see whatever it is we wanna see or learn whatever it is we wanna And we had to go to the library and do research. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is that? You know, microfish. you know, like what is all of that stuff. You know, like we had to legit look at the car, you know what I'm saying? And so now in, in three, four seconds, you can, my son can Google or YouTube something on the phone and I'm still trying to redefine print like yeah here's the picture dad this is how we do that you know it shows showing you the video step by step you know so I think now what we have to teach is coping skills uh, what we have to teach is systems by which you can filter through information in a manner to where you understand hey this is not important and this is important. So don't worry about the non-important stuff, but focus on what's important and understand that less equals more. I'm going to say that again. You have to understand that less equals more. And so when you take in quality, you know what I'm saying? Not as, you know, when you have a system where you can filter and take in the quality, less stuff, it allows you to be open and really get into your lane and achieve more in your lane.
1: Mm,
0: That's powerful ship. Thank you.
1: That's, that's powerful. And what I really love about it, it is simplistic in its statement, but it is profound in its application, which Mm. I think those types of things tend to, to work best. The things that are simple for us to explain, but have such, profound meaning if we're able to apply them properly. I love that.
2: I completely agree with the kind of connotation that James just saying. And as I reflect on that personally, I completely understand less equals more and that we need to find the quality. But then I also think about how my life it functions on a day-to-day basis. And thinking about where the people I interact with and maybe the people not in my close circle, but outside of that, that I'm interacting with on a daily basis, coworkers, other classmates, people like that don't have that same mentality. What kind of advice or insight would you have for young people about how they can interact with people that don't share that mentality? And how that they can, how can they acknowledge and work with those people yet still maintain that positivity and search for quality?
0: Man, that is deep, Abby. That is good you stuff. You see why I asked hey, these folks to co-host
1: hey, with me? Because my hey, questions are not nearly man, as good. <laughs> man, I had to
0: take a. I'm still looking like. Man, yeah, she yeah. Like, you know, I think I think it's it's a twofold. I think first, um, I'm gonna go vacation Bible school on you. I tell oh, you, praise God, you. right? I so, so I'll tell you this. Uh, there's a song that we learned. Uh, it says, uh, "Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in His sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world." And, and I say that to say this, whoever you are, wherever you are, wherever you come from, whatever you've done, whatever you've experienced, we all have value, right? And we just have to realize that. And then when we look at others, we have to understand that there's beauty in our differences. And that's the one thing that I truly love about the college experience, right? You know, when you grow up in your town, you know, there may be, you know, a certain type, but you know, the lay of the land, this side of town, across the tracks, you know, all all of those kind of things, right? But when you go to college, like we're all broke. We're all trying to figure life out. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do with our life. It's a beautiful situation because we all learn and grow together right and you meet all kinds of people from all over the world and you get to say hey what is it like where you're from oh yeah we do this this is actually what is it like where you're from you know but then you get to go visit you know when you make friends with those people you get to go visit those things those places and actually see those things and it opens up your world you know like i mean it, like, it, like 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 those experiences really changed me i mean i have nigeria of Florida, California. I mean, I I have friends from all over that I met through college in that situation. And so what you have to do is value the fact that you are around people and that those people are differences. Man, it's a beautiful thing, right? And then the next part of that, I think once you realize that uh, it allows you to appreciate the opportunities that you do have. I hope that answers your question
2: totally
0: yeah good Good deal
1: you see why we ask these young people to join us Uh, my questions are much more shallow and not as profound no no no
0: no they're both (laughs) y'all are both both giving it to me we're getting it let's go get it baby (laughs)
1: well you know that's that's the whole thing is is, you know we want to teach youth the skills that they can so they can go get it um And I guess one of the things that's really, this is not a question as much as it is a reflection on my part, really that has bothered me in this last 12 months, 15 months that we've undergone this is seeing that go get it attitude just being drained away from from a generation, uh, from some of them. There are some that have, have reached in and have had resources to be able to find it, but others I'll just give a great example. So my son played football, and in North Carolina, they had to have the season in the mm-hmm. spring.
0: Didn't
1: really need to, but they had it in the spring anyway. Yeah. So at our banquet this year, normally at our football banquet, there will be – It's this is one of the larger schools in the state of North Carolina with a very good program with a lot of talent to draw from. We normally have six, seven, eight athletes that will be – D one, maybe some of them will be, you know, the bowl uh, bowls status school, Some will be FCS, but you know, six seven athletes that'll go D one somewhere, and a lot of D two, and then some walk ons at D three. Two athletes, period. None of them D one, and the really outstanding seniors and stuff. They're like, I I, I didn't, I just don't want to yeah. do anything anymore. And this is something that they had been striving and and working towards. Are you seeing that as well in in, in your area, your exposure, and, and and I'm just, I it's just struggle. It's a struggle that I see that just is, you know, it, it concerns me greatly that that uh, we got to fight to get them to have that go get it attitude.
0: I think too, um, that's a that's a deep thing because I don't think that just pertains to athletes, high yes. school athletes. I think when you look at the whole COVID situation and the things that we've gone through in life with the injustices and like, it's been a lot. I mean, you think about it in the last year to year and a half, yeah. it's been a lot that has really, I don't know, I would say change, but I think the bigger word is evolved us as a people, right? I mean, I think it's, it's tough because I mean, it's, I think it's been draining for everyone, right? And we're all just are just striving to do the best we can with what we have, right? And so, um, and it's all about perspective, I think, too. I was actually on a conversation with my principal at my school today, and we were talking about how, uh, like, I'll tell you, like me, like I love, I like, truly love what I do as far as being an educator, like impacting lives. I'm intentional about how I do what I do, you know, I want to be the light, right? I mm-hmm. want to help. And I've never been a look toward the weekend kind of guy. I've never been a hey counting down the days. never in my career. But this year I was. And the reason for it is it's, it's uncharted territory for all of us. You know what I'm saying? Like like, when have we ever done anything like this in our life? Never. right? And you know, of course, this will all be in the history books. You know, like all of this stuff, too. But it's just, I think that's just the times that we're in. But just like we talked about with the whole access to information, teaching, coaching skills, lessons, more. This is the same situation, too. Okay. Also, Although it was tough and crazy things happened, I used the time to be beneficial. And I've, I wrote two books in the time, uh, working on some other things. And so it's about the perspective. You know, it's how you look at it. Are you using your time wisely? What are you gonna get out of this opportunity that we've had to work on things? And so it's tough um, for us right now, but man, we just have to do the best we can with what we have. Because really, when you look at it, wherever you are, Nebraska, North Carolina, Texas, the whole world is going through the same thing. Let me say like it's, I can't just say, oh, you know, poor us here in Texas. And you guys in North Carolina, but y'all have it great. No, no, you know, like it's the same over there, you know, so we're all going through the same thing, but how are we going to you know, pull together and get through it is the question.
2: But that's a really good point to bring up. And as we think about Finishing the conversation and wrapping up things, there's my absolute favorite question of all time to ask anyone who comes on the show is what is the best advice you've ever been given? As an educator and as a coach, I'm sure you've had an opportunity to give a lot of great advice and impact Mm -hmm. a lot of lives, but there's probably something that sits pretty close to your heart of the best advice you've ever been given.
0: Another great question, Abby. Uh, And when you say best advice, I go back to my mother. I tell people, you know, I was raised with a superhero in my house. You know, I watched my mother do amazing things to help people in the community, uh, in the education world, just be selfless, uh, just give of herself. Even when we didn't have, she was giving to others, right? And so the best advice I got was from her. And I could always still hear her Say this, you know. She say, "Boy, if you're gonna do something, do it right." (laughs) You know, and you know when she put the boy in front of it, it's for real, right? Or she say (laughs) my whole name, (laughs) it's for real. But she would say, "Boy, if you're gonna do something, you do it right, or don't waste your time." And so, I've taken that approach in everything that I do uh, in my life. I'm intentional about how I do what I do. I'm intentional about being great at everything that i'm involved in i'm giving maximum effort to whatever i'm involved in or i don't waste my time doing it right and so within that you have to prioritize on what's important to you and that's a great message for you youngsters to understand like everything that you come across is not important to you right you have to filter some of those things out and prioritize what's important to you and then go two feet in all in, go get it to make it happen. And I think that's the best advice that I've gotten. What I
1: love about, yeah, what I love about it when we ask this question is when people give their best advice, you get get these little simple lines, these phrases, but then they're able to show all this application that they've Mm -hmm. taken from that one vice and all these lessons, you know, just one little phrase of statement and how you've been able to apply that to so many different things and teach other things. That's, that's where the powerful things come in and great advice. Yes. I love what we do. I love being able to impact you from love being able to see this. And I know we're going to, we're going to get through this. And, and I, I really, I really am optimistic and hopeful Mm -hmm. for those who have gone through this, who have embraced the challenge, who, See it as a new frontier that they want to conquer to see what they're going to do on the other side of it uh, mm. to see because, you know, we don't know the, 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 the ways that it's going to change them long term. But I, I just think it's going to change a lot of them to give them a drive and an energy and maybe even yes. a passion that they may not have had before. If we can help them uh, with the things before, you know, teaching the right coping skills, like you said, teaching yeah. the right management skills.
0: You know, and one thing too, just to add on that, you know, I talked about less is more, you know, what happens uh, when you're able to simplify things and eliminate the distractions, it brings about a heightened awareness, Ooh. right? You know, you think about it, you know, the time that you have been disciplined in your life to eliminate the distractions, get some quiet time to really focus in on what's important. The time that you do that, oh man, like, epiphanies happen in your life, right? You know what I'm saying? And, and the directions in which you take, it's like your path is lit. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. lit, <laughs> you know? Like uh, you know, your path is like, like literally lit up because you've, like it didn't just happen, you've put the work in to be aware and, you know, like I say, prioritize, be disciplined, to be consistent on a day-to-day basis, just doing the little things the right way each day and and it 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 leads to you doing amazing things that you will truly surprise yourself doing. And I can say that because I'm and I'm the evidence and the research of that. Right? <laughs> you know, like growing up I, I didn't know any authors growing up. I didn't know people who did that, right? And I'm right now I I've dropped my sixth book. I'm doing a book tour for my sixth book. You know, like and I can tell you the reason be- I'm doing that is because I've always been hyper-focused, hyper-disciplined on keeping the main thing, the main thing. And if it's not in my lane and I'm not wasting my time doing it, I don't have a problem saying, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, like, like, oh, we're going over. No, I'm good. I got stuff that I'm working on. You know what I'm saying? And reps make you better. Like at first it was kind of tough to do that. But as I started seeing great things happen, Oh man, I want some more of that. Like, no, yeah. I'm good. No, I'm good. Y'all go do your thing. I'm all right. I'm, I'm trying to take care of some business here. Right. <laughs> and uh, and eventually and like now I'm at a stage in my life to where I've, I've been blessed to achieve some pretty neat things and truly grateful for it, but it's the give back phase. You know, it's the, how can I help others and give back? But then it's also the, Hey, you know, continue to push yourself phase too. Okay. Chip, What you gonna do now? (laughs) You know, like each day just pushing myself to be the best version of myself. And so I'm super proud of that. I think when you can look back and see that you've lived a life where you've done all of those things that I've talked about, like I'm not just saying, hey guys, be disciplined. Hey guys, less is, hey guys, more. No, 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 I've lived it. So I can Mm -hmm. say, hey, be disciplined. (laughs) Hey, less is more, you know, go get it. I can say those things with passion, right? Because I've lived it and I've seen the fruits of it and the benefits from
1: it, Chip. Wow. How can our audience connect with you if they want to learn more about what you do, what your resources are, and, and just connect with you so they can get some of this positive energy that you're, you know, that you're throwing out on us on this screen today? How can they connect with you?
0: So all of my social media is Chip Baker T S C, as in The Success Chronicles all of my social media is that except for Twitter and Twitter is chip Baker 19. And so you know, I don't want it to be any excuse for you not to get this positive inspiration and motivation. <laughs> so I'm on everything, even TikTok. I don't do any dancing though, but I'm on TikTok. <laughs> I don't do, I don't do any, any of that stuff on TikTok. Now I get down, but not on TikTok. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, please go, you know, all of the stuff that people say, follow, like subscribe, all of that stuff. But really, I would just like to ask. I learned a long time ago in my life that like, it ain't about me. Right. And so if you see anything on there that you like, I just ask that you would share it with someone that you care about to help make their world better as well.
1: And Gen Z audience, all those uh, references he made to his social media accounts, we're going to put into show notes. If you look straight down, hit the. uh more button on YouTube. You're going to have a list of all that stuff. If you're listening to this, you can also find it in the show notes. So all of those, you'll be able to click on direct links uh, going for this. And I'm going to echo what he just said. Someone you know needs to hear this message, needs to hear this conversation. So not only like and comment on it, but share it, share it with someone so that they can also benefit from this as well. So Chip, I want to I thank you. Abby and I just are, are so grateful for our time uh, that yes, we've sir. had together. It's uh, We're recording this on a Monday, and I cannot think of a better way to start my week than talking to Chip Baker and getting the energy that he is uh, pushing through the screen onto me this morning. So thank you so much for today.
0: Again, thank you for the opportunity. I truly appreciate it. And, and you said we're recording on the Monday. Every Monday I post, and you'll see on my social media, it is Monday, let's go get it. Every Monday, let's go.
1: Well, Gen Z audience, let's go get it. And we'll be back with you with another episode very soon. Thank you for joining us on the Gen Z Show and being a part of our community. Please subscribe to our channels on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app. And follow us too on Instagram and Facebook to get weekly updates. Until our next show, Have a blessed day.